0: وذكر فإن الذكرى تنفع المؤمنين وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما يا رحم We ask Allah Azza, teach us what benefit us, benefit us from what He taught us and increase us in knowledge. آمين يا رب العالمين My dear, beloved, respected brothers and sisters, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make me and you from the people who will witness Ramadan and keep us from the people who will do their best in the month of Ramadan and accept from them in the month of Ramadan. آمين يا رب العالمين Tonight, insha'Allah Ta'ala, we want to discuss a matter that's every true believer's wish and hope, and that is to gain the love of Allah Azza wa jal. There are many ways where Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala told us how to gain His love, and there are many hadith that told us how to earn the love of Allah Azza wa jal. From the Quran, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la told us If you are claiming that you love Allah, Jal, this is something that we all say, okay, then how can we earn the love of Allah? Because the love will be uh, very meaningful when it's mutual. So I love Allah, we all love Allah, Jal, but our dream and the main goal is to gain the love of Allah. In this ayah, Allah told us how to gain His love. He said, follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa follow Him by uh, believing in Him, by applying as many sunnahs as possible in your life. You will gain the love of Allah azza We all know this from the Qur'an. And we all know the other hadith where Rasulullah sallallahu told us that Allah said the hadith al-Qudsi that عبدي, and my abd keeps performing optional ibadat until I love him. So performing the optional ibadat from, for example, the, the optional salat, the sunnah salat, the duha, the, the tahajjud, all these salawat that are optional, it will make us gain the love of Allah performing the optional fasting the fasting of monday and thursday the fasting of the three white days fasting of ashura of arafah all these optional fast will make us gain the love of allah the optional charity like with zakat is a fard and the other charity the sadaqa is optional the more we do of that also the more we will gain the more the possibility of gaining the love of allah azza wa Jal. those two things we all know them but today i have a hadith subhanallah that mentioned three things that if we do them we gain the love of Allah and the love of Rasulullah Sallallahu wa sallam, and all three things are mentioned in one hadith Rasulullah Sallallahu wa sallam he said whoever is pleased to love Allah and his messenger or to be loved by Allah and his messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam let him be truthful Whenever he or she speaks, let him fulfill the trust to whom it is due. Second, third, and let him treat well anyone who would be his or her neighbor. And the hadith is in Shu'ab al-Iman and the hadith is Hasan. So three things that Rasulullah told us if we do them, we will gain the love of Allah and the love of Rasulullah. And we have to have a disclaimer, of course, that that does not mean I don't pray, I don't do my zakat, I don't fast in Ramadan, I, I commit all major sins, and then I do these three things and I expect to gain the love of Allah and the love of Rasulullah. Obviously, we have to be doing our best in all the obligation and staying away from the major sins and then these hadith apply to us. First, being truthful. My brothers and sisters, Rasulullah told us that Siddhq lead to Birr and Birr leads to Jannah. When we are truthful, it would lead us to the level of Birr, which is the highest level of righteousness, and righteousness lead to Jannah. And Allah told us in the Qur'an to be truthful, even if it was against ourselves. Tell the truth, even if it was against yourself or your family members. Being truthful will save us in the dunya and save us in the akhirah. Because lying, some people take lying as something very uh, simple. Huh? Lying is a major sin. Lying is a major sin. Some people lie so much that they start believing themselves. SubhanAllah. So the first, characteristic that we should adhere to and apply in our life is to be truthful in everything we do. Truthful when we sell. Truthful when we buy. Truthful when we treat our children. Truthful when we are dealing with our spouse. Truthful uh, when we are uh, dealing with non-Muslims. Truthful in every aspect of our life. The only three situations where Rasulullah told us that lying is permitted. Number one is at war, like if you were captured and uh, uh, you were told uh, where are the weapons or where is your uh, friends hiding, you're allowed to lie in that situation. Second is to fix to mend the relationship between two people, you're allowed to lie to this person, to tell him that, oh, this person is very sorry, he would like to you know, uh, mend the relationship with you in order to bring peace between them. And third, between the spouses, in order to increase the love between one another, they are allowed to use uh, some lies also. In general, being truthful, is one of the ways that will make us earn the love of Allah and the love of His Prophet, SallAllahu Alaihi Second, adu ida tumintum, Fulfill your amana, Fulfill your trust. If somebody trusts you with something, I am going to Hajj and I left my car at, in your driveway. I am leaving uh, uh, to uh, work Uh, and I left my uh, son or my daughter with you as a trust. I am uh, traveling for a long period of time, and I left a certain amount of money with you. Uh, When I come back, I must find whatever I entrusted you with exactly the same. You did your best to protect that trust. And there's one thing that we take it lightly, and we do not know that it is a form of trust. And that is when someone confides, when someone opens up and trusts me and tells me a secret. And he says, you know, this is between me and you. So if someone comes to you and tells you this is something that nobody knows about, this is confidential, please do not tell anyone. Now, the minute he says do not tell anyone, the statement he's about to say, the incident he's about to say, it becomes a secret and it becomes an amana. An amana. Unfortunately, many people, when you tell them that, they go to another person and they say, I'm gonna tell you something, but make sure, do not tell anybody. I promised them I'm not gonna tell. The minute you do that, you have broken the amana. You have broken the trust. You have ruined the trust. You have lost that opportunity. You have to make istighfar. You have to ask Allah for, for forgiveness. Huh? So, telling someone telling each other a secret, that's a form of also of, of amana, And the last one, SubhanAllah, treatment to the neighbor. Be good to whomsoever is your neighbor. Many of us, my brothers and sisters, we live by, uh, by our neighbor for years and we have no clue what their name is. Many of us live by, uh, in a neighborhood and we have no clue. Uh, what do they do? How, how can we help them if they need anything? Did they, are they sick? Are they, did somebody in their family die? We have no clue, no relationship whatsoever. And we all know how important it is in Islam taking care of the neighbors. Rasulullah he said, Wallahi la yu'min, Wallahi la yu'min, Wallahi la yu'min. He repeated three times. He he swore by Allah that that person is not a believer, is not a true believer. So the sahaba were, you know, were scared. Who's that person that you are swearing, ya, ya Rasulullah, he's not a true believer. He said, the one whose neighbor is not safe from his harm. And we all know the hadith that Jibril came to me and kept on telling me to take care of the neighbor until I thought that the neighbor is going to inherit from me. Subhanallah, my brothers and sisters, when was the last time you went to your neighbor and you gave them just a, a, some kind of dish that you cooked extra and you considered a small part to the neighbor? When was the last time you were in the market and you find uh, bananas, oranges on sale and you said, you know what, I'm going to take some and give them to, to my neighbor, especially if the neighbors are non-Muslims. Show them the, the generosity of Islam. Show them the, how much we care and how important it is to be good to our neighbor. Wallahi, if we act as true Muslims to our neighbors, then when someone, when someone lists his house for sale, he would write down four bedrooms, three bathrooms, one living room, one kitchen, and a Muslim neighbor. That would raise the price of the house if we are true Muslims. Why? Because a Muslim neighbor, he does not drink, he does not play loud music, he does not cheat, he does not lie, he is always quiet, he's always helping, he's always greeting me, subhanallah. No drugs, no staying out all night, no, you know, subhanallah. It's a a pleasure to have a, a Muslim neighbor, but we have to act. And behave like Rasulullah told us towards our neighbors. So Subhanallah, look at our Deen. How how much uh, uh, how much azure, how much reward you will get just by taking care of uh, your neighbor. Subhanallah. So my brothers and sisters, those are the three things that if we constantly practice them, we will gain the love of Allah. The love of Allah. Do you know what does that mean? Subhanallah. When Allah loves you. He will announce that to the, to Jibreel, and Jibreel will love you. And then Jibreel will announce it to the angels, and the angels will love you. And then all people on earth will love you, and you will have kabul acceptance on earth. And every time somebody sees you, they would love you and love to be with you. Allahu Akbar. Gaining the love of Allah is the wish of every true believer. So being truthful, fulfilling the trust, and being good to our neighbors will make us gain the love of Allah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant me and you his love. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our last deeds, our best deeds, and our last words, La ilaha illallah. I love you all for the sake of Allah. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت. نستغفرك و إليك. كتاب أنزل إليك فلا يكون في صدرك حرج